Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Oh man, Mike, what a weird, uh, what a weird week it's been. Uh, I was back in the office on Wednesday. And uh, yeah, and uh, I have to say I had a really productive day. I got to meet some of my new coworkers, which was really cool. See people I hadn't seen in 16 or 18 months. And, and nice. uh, you know, despite getting lots of interruptions in a two hour long meeting, I still got more done, I think, in one day than any given day that I was working from home. That is that's commendable. Yeah. So I will be starting next week. I will be going back part time. Um, so I'll be in the office five days out of every 10 split down two weeks. And uh, it should be really positive for me. I, I may even opt to go back to full time, uh, depending on how my days are on teleworking go, because I just find I'm more motivated in an office setting. I have more room to work. I'm in a setting and set that is appropriate i'm not i don't have distractions i don't have cats i don't have a tv blaring in the background <laughs> you, you know you don't have cats you just made, you made me think of like your office just being infested with cats yeah fucking yeah, yeah. cats hanging off the top of your monitor and every well monitors trying nowadays to bite they my, couldn't trying but, to bite uh, my uh trying to bite my laptop in half yeah yeah you know just like cats of different sizes breeds temperaments yeah uh cleanliness maybe well, and I have I have a couple of cat towers right next to my desk, and I have a headset that comes with my 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 laptop, my work laptop, and they'll sit up there, and I'll have it sitting on the the lap or the the, the headset. I'll have it sitting on top of the cat trees, and uh, one of the cats will lay on it, and then the phone will ring, and I'll be like, "Oh shit!" And I have to dig under the cat from my headset. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, mother. Mm. I've been there. I have been there. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I view it as a, a very positive thing. And uh, or yeah. positive. <laughs> oh. Oh. People tell me I'm the funny one. Oh. <laughs> you are a card, Mike. I tell you. So this, this weekend, previous weekend, um, I played D and D with a group of people, like a, a couple that uh, I know, and obviously I know them. Ooh, and uh, like a three way of D and D. Well, Jennifer plays too, so it's right. a four way. Two couples. It's a four way of three and uh, three and D. And yeah, I'm just gonna shut up. They live in like they live on the top of this hill and there's a switchback lane that, that you have to go up to get to the top of the hill to get to their house. Mm -hmm. And it's right now it's kind of a mess and they both own trucks. So they have no problems getting up and down, but my car just can't handle it. And I, I my anxiety can't handle attempting it. Like on more than one occasion, I've gotten stuck on this trail. One time my car went off the road and my, my, my rear passenger tire was hanging out into space. It was hanging out into space, into open space. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of ab above the hill, like ready to fall. And we had to get a guy to come up there and, and dig it out. And it was a big pain in the ass. So oh. I've, I've, I've kind of gotten to the point where I don't drive it. Jennifer does. And we thought, all right, this time we're not even going to try to go to the top of the hill. We're just going to go into his lane and park in that at the bottom and you walk just rent yourself hill. a truck for this one day. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Uh, every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she parked head in at the bottom of this hill. And there's like a really difficult turn and then like a sort of stone bridge with no railings on either side that crosses, covers over like a, a, a small creek. And then still terrifying. Road. Still terrifying. Well, it's pitch black out there because it's the mountains, man. We're in the fucking mountains. It's pitch black and she's trying to back out and she needed to turn. If she wasn't sure where or how to turn, so she started moving forward and I'm like, no, 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 stop. Because there's these decorative bricks, like stones, huge ones at the, at, 
this little place where she was trying to pull in to turn out. And the one, and I was like, stop, stop, stop. And she rolls right over one of them. And I'm like, Oh, Jesus Christ. I told you not. I told you to stop. You know, we're having this little bickering bullshit, whatever. (laughs) Women drivers. Am I right? (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not saying that. Hey, I wasn't behind the wheel. I would have done far worse. I'm sure. But you know, it was more (laughs) about the fact that she kept going forward when I told her to stop. Um, and I feel like that's going to get one or both of us killed someday that, that little dynamic, but you can't change who a person is, but she pulled back and then the car just stopped moving. So my buddy comes down, has comes down because he wanted to see how we were doing. Cause he could see that we were still down here and he's like, all right, I'll go check it out. So he comes down and he realizes what happened. Well, she did run over one of the rocks and took it along with her and it was stuck (laughs) under the car. So the car was not going anywhere. So we're dicking around with a fucking rope, like a tow rope, trying to uh, like a tow strap, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to dig this, this fucking rock out. It's not moving at all. And finally, after like 15 minutes of fucking around, we were like, Oh yeah. You know what? Why don't we use the fucking jack? Oh, yeah, there is a jack in my car. All right, grab the jack, pump it up. I was going to ask if the rock was stuck under the car, why you didn't use the jack, but I wanted to see how this played out. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, so we dig the rock out, and it's fucking huge. It's the size of a fucking boombox. <laughs> size and shape of like one of those old Magnavox boom boxes, you know, the littler ones. Mm-hmm. Had the tape cassette and the discman built into it yeah yeah about that about that size and uh so we toss it into the fucking yard and there is like a huge indentation in the ground now where the rock was and where her tire buried burrowed its way in and yeah and my buddy pulled his shoulder doing it too and he powered Mm. through you know which was really commendable that he powered through that to help me you know and and uh he's a good guy you know but um Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was uh later on he texted me. He's like, I hope that didn't ruin your night. Like, I was like, first of all, it's not your fault. <laughs> Second of all, it was just a bump in the road. Hey. Zing. That was terrible. Mm. I hope that whole story wasn't just something made up so you could use that shitty line. No, it certainly wasn't. That was a true story. Did I've you never ever, told a uh... false story on this show. Did you ever did you ever try to find a tape deck nowadays? No, I haven't. It is I wanted to. It's super difficult just like trying to find a CD player. Like you used to be able to go like to Walmart and buy yourself like a cheap CD player and stuff. Mm-hmm. No more, man. And I have an ass load of CDs and tapes. Like I know I can get all this stuff digitally, but there was just something special about I was just talking about the other day. Uh, I found the, uh, the infamous. Everybody knows exactly what they go to that's in our age range when I pull them out. And it's a yellow pair of uh, of, of headphones that plug mm. into a portable player. Everybody knows that it's Sony Walkman. Yeah, of course. And these were off of like one of the original Walkmans, the tape decks that you would, uh, you know, had like the the little fancy latch on the door to keep it closed from yeah. popping open while you were doing like the whatever sport I, model I, I used to i had the sport model because i saved up my uh, my pennies and convinced my parents to buy it for me so i could listen to it on the bus and that was like my reprieve in the riding the school bus because i don't know if i ever told you guys this or told you this even well you might even know my bus ride was fucking long I mean, like, I'd be on the bus for in the morning for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. I'd be on the bus in the afternoon for, like, an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I had a, a long one, they too. they had, like, one fucking bus that <laughs> was for our whole school district. Well, and we they were even, like, oh, to drive all over the school district, and then I was the last one off the bus. We should clarify for the listeners that both of us went to a technical school. Um, we ba- yeah. both came from different homeschools so um not homeschooling but rather our our (laughs) our 
are. Yeah, we were not homeschooled. <laughs> like I, my township and his township, right? So, um, we 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 would get bused to our individual schools, and then from there, another bus would pick us up and take us to the technical school. And I know that my bus ride was probably about thirty minutes, forty five minutes uh, on the way in, and probably about an hour to an hour and a half on the way home. And so, as yeah. the crow flies, we, I mean, you lived about mm, maybe like on a good day, we could get to school what, in like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from your house, from my house, it would be, you know, 20 minutes or 25 minutes, something like that. Like yeah. geographically, there was routes to go that were good. So it's, it, it's ridiculous when you think like, well, if I drove straight to my house, it would be this long, but then yeah, an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Was hella long for when you're that age. Like you can't wait to get home. You got, you got, uh, masturbating, masturbating to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. That's what all of us were fucking they're like. I got to get home and beat off before, you Mom, know, before Mom, Mom and, and dad, dad get, get home. home. <laughs> fucking yeah. That's right. Yeah, I ain't got time to do it. Then somebody might walk in on me. They get suspicious when I spend too much time in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I knew we, we were both going down the same route with that one there. Now I don't know but, about your bus ride, but mine was okay. So when I went from my my homeschool from my my house to my homeschool so the the uh, the original bus trip i guess you could say yeah we it only was, did that in ninth grade where they did us from the our house to the homeschool from homeschool to tech we after that we had our own dedicated really uh, bus yeah Ours, for, i was never like that i like always 10th went, and 11th grade we didn't have to stop at uh homeschool and then 12th grade i i drove the entire year so Okay. You know, the times yeah, they, I went we to school. always we always did it with the homeschool bus. So I would go, I would get on the bus and it would be blessedly quiet. And everyone was quietly studying or listening to their Walkman or mm. or chatting quietly amongst themselves or just relaxing and, and enjoying the ride, whatever. And it was a good 10 minute drive, maybe 15 minutes, because you stopped for about maybe about eight, 10 stops. And then you got on the zoo bus. Then you got on the zoo bus. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know what it was about tech, about the tech school in those days, but it was it was it was like fucking animals everyone's yeah. hooting and screaming and yelling and throwing shit and fighting and fucking destroying things and throwing their arms out the window throwing stuff out the window at oh. moving vehicles i mean it was it was chaos it was absolute fucking we chaos. we used to moon people a lot too like you'd have your friends cover for you and they're like in front of you kind of get in the aisle so they couldn't see you in the back seat and then you'd moon the car behind you yeah i i mean i haven't never seen anybody do that to to me thankfully but you know in all the years i followed school buses thankfully but uh yeah i mean that was probably a weekly occurrence just about yeah, we were the unruly ones. We were the ones that no school wanted. They 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 tried to shuffle us off. It really feels tech. like we were going to like a prison school. It was. <laughs> like, it was. Uh, as soon as you come in the front gates, you know, eyes forward, you know, and like that was that was just the way that it was. And and like, yeah. fuck, I remember uh, kids setting shit on fire because I yeah. did that to myself. There was a kid. There was a kid that said they used to set his jeans on fire like weekly he'd he like he like get himself a, a different pair of jeans rip a hole in it or whatever and then he'd, he'd want to burn the uh the fringes on it to make it look cool and he would he would light his jeans on fire i shouldn't say weekly like periodically i said weekly because i got stuck in that first one where i said weekly but uh, yeah i decided to do it because everybody that was cool back in in high school had a zippo uh, yeah duh. of course everybody was cool had a zippo. even like now when i see zippos i'm like yeah i get it and people are like, what, I'm like my cigarette with it. And I'm like, oh, never mind. But uh, I had one. I got one. I still have it to this day. It's probably one of the only things that I have like that, you know, like something mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have had that my mom actually slipped up and gave back to me at one point. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I decided I, I like to take and flip the lighter down, kick the lid open and then flip it back up. And you catch the flint wheel on your pants and it would light. Well, then you'd snap it closed quick and I'd open it up and you'd smell the uh, 
the fumes coming out of it, the smoke, uh, probably somewhat of an inhalant, I guess. But uh, I was doing it, and one time the uh, the wheel, or sorry, the lid went closed, but the flame did not go out. And I went right up to my nose and <laughs> snorted a flame. Oh, good. That was the – the bus driver pulled the bus over and said, all right, which one of you fuckers back there lit something on fire? And I'm like, not me, as the smoke's, like, coming out of my nose still. <laughs> Dude, it smelled so fucking bad. And you couldn't it escape smelled like, it. No. Dude, it was in my nose. It was everywhere. It was all over the back of the bus. It was in my – like, thankfully, he didn't come along and look because I bet I had, like, soot all up <laughs> dropping out of my nostrils. By the way, coincidentally, the, didn't have to trim my nose hairs for about uh, a month and a half after that. <laughs> I, I, I want to know why you sniffed it in the first place. Like, what was your what was your reasoning behind doing that? Somebody told me that it smelled good and uh, it was a cool thing to do. Uh, and it did okay. smell kind of good, but not, definitely not cool. No, that not was cool extreme. when you're an idiot. Well, I, I mean, overall, it's a really stupid thing to do. It's kind of like mm-hmm. lifting your feet when you cross over rain r- railroad tracks so you'll have good sex. Have you ever gotten that one? Uh, no, for me, one? it was always you lift your feet when you go railroad tracks, so you don't get pregnant. You see, oh. apparently in my, in my district, it was different. Gotcha. Uh, but you did, you, you did honk the horn when you went through tunnels and stuff like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. But being, being obsessive compulsive as I am, uh, I I would do a lot of a lot of that stuff. So that wasn't my excuse for the uh, for the lighter thing. I was just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really have no other explanation for that. And I never did it again after that. Our bus driver, you know, everybody had had a bus driver. I swear, just about whose name was Tiny. Or who was a guy who had a nickname that was the complete opposite. Tiny was fucking huge. Okay. He was a big dude. I'm talking like, even when I was in school, there was several, I mean, you know how it was like, uh, every now and again, you'd end up going into shop and remember they did the adult education classes the same time as like we were in school. Right. Like, could you, could you imagine them doing that now? People's Mm. heads would explode, even though. A lot of these parents are the same people that went to school around the same time that we did, or at least mm-hmm. some of them are. But uh, there was also the uh, the hangarounds that just seemed to always be there and never graduate. They had like like full time jobs and families, and yet were still high schoolers. And uh, yeah, right, like, I know. Especially down in the automotive area where I was at, uh, we had a couple of dudes that had like full beards and could buy beer and own like had auto loans and, and had children and everything else fucking you know? mortgages <laughs> yeah fucking got mortgage and they're still in high school like what do you do i'm a student forever the one dude that we graduated with um he was uh like 23 years old because i went to summer school and i think i talked about him once before and i totally lost my train of thought about where i was going with the story huh. it went right out of my head that sucks. I remember that I was talking about adults being in class with us and poop. There it went. I went to well at the school. There was a kid. Um, I don't want to name him, but his nickname was Squidbait. Uh yes. Do you remember him? Of course. Yeah. Um, of course. and he he had well, first of all, he had an extremely grading personality. Like he, he he would sit on the bus for the entire ride and he was on my bus and, and he would just throw your mom jokes constantly at anyone yeah. who would listen. And they weren't funny. And he was just constantly. Yeah, they were they were like subpar your mom jokes. And that's yeah, hard to do. They weren't very good. Yeah. And and like you know, big shitty brownies, your mom. <laughs> but people would throw insults at him and he just repost with these stupid your mom and shit like that. And he wasn't he just it's he very socially awkward he was very socially awkward and he was he was really the thing is is that deep down he was a good guy he just he was just kind of screwed up by life and and you know like like he had the worst luck of anyone i know ever ever he was so accident prone one time we were at uh 
we'll call him Bananas House. Do you remember? You know, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I know about. Who you're talking about. I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah. We're... You called him Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, it fits so well. Yeah, it does. It's a red-haired banana. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it fit fucking perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> that was dude's name for him, as I recall. Yeah, well, um, all right. So we're at his house, <clears throat> and Squidbait is at the top of the stairs, and and Banana's ha- old house was a nightmare. It was like a haunted house. It I remember, these, I was there. Yeah, it had these ridiculous stairs that, like, you thought you were going to die, and if, if you got to the bottom, you had to face his mother, who was an ordeal all to herself. <laughs> but, I believe the day the day that I was over there hanging out, like, he did, like, a diversion so I could get out the door. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I'll go take care of, of mom. You just fucking make for the door. And I'm like, I, all right. I loved his mom. She was a character, but man, would she rib roast you, man. She was like the queen of the roast. She would destroy you and embarrass you and make you look like the biggest ass in the world over anything. But she was funny. I liked her a lot. <laughs> she um, was awesome, but she hated us. Yeah. No, no yeah. I, I'm I'm kidding. She she was just she was one of those people who said exactly what was on her mind and didn't give a fuck what anybody thought. And I I I, I, yeah, yeah. I respected that. But so Squidbait is at the top of the stairs and he missteps and falls the entire length of the stairs. And he I and knew you were gonna say that. He ends up at the bottom and he's laying there not blinking. <laughs> and we're like, and he laid there for a really long time. And, and then <laughs> <laughs> and he said he said and we were laughing the whole time <laughs> he laid there for like a minute and a half and he finally said fuck you guys and got up and went home <laughs> hey, he, didn't, he didn't live that far away from no from he banana. Didn't. no he I, didn't. I remember that <laughs> he just went fuck you guys it was like i'm, I'm out of here yeah <laughs> Another i time. remember i remember my story then good yeah, another, uh, no. go ahead. Another time he was um we were sledding and I wasn't there for this, but we were they were sledding. They they were up on the hill, like like banana's house had this like it was on the top of a big hill. And yeah, one of the hills sloped down really sharply and uh terminated at uh the parking lot to some businesses or houses or something like that. I don't remember exactly what they were, but um they're sledding and it's icy. So it's like super fast. And they had waxed up the bottoms of their sleds to make them even faster. <laughs> I mean, you remember what a daredevil uh, banana was and anything that banana mm-hmm. would do squid would do because squid kind of idolized him hero worshiped him, I think. And uh, um if I had a cool guy like Banana living near me, I would have also been like, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. When I was younger, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so he got on his sled and he went down the hill and he bounced off an embankment over a car, a concrete embutment and tail spun into a uh, boat, which had an outboard motor. And... <laughs> wrapped his leg around it and fractured it in like four or five places and that's Jeez. why he was always on a cane because he was constantly breaking his leg re-breaking his leg because he was he was careless and then he weighed like fucking 65 pounds yeah he was super that's skinny. why he flew through the air like that yeah he weighed just <laughs> enough to be a projectile i'm picturing grover <laughs> grover from the muppets just, just flailing like super bo- grover yeah <laughs> Yeah, just flailing, flailing bonelessly through the air. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what what it was like for him. I, yeah. I I recall I recall the uh, the groundhogs, the infamous groundhog skull. Yeah, yeah, he collected skulls. Um, so he took yeah. a lot of heat for that one. Oh well, man, people tore him apart. Oh yeah, he had a cane with a fucking skull on it, and he was like, "It's cool, it's it's edgy," you know. But he was obsessed with those fucking things. One time, Banana and Squid and I were walking home. We decided to try to walk home from school, 
we didn't really count on the fact that it was probably going to take us like five hours to do. Yeah, we I remember walking like, from be... your house to work, and that was like the extent of the walking I would ever have done because I was yeah. like, man, fuck this. Yeah, and that was back when we were in shape too. Oh, so, yeah. you know, we're like round is a through, shape. We're walking through the woods and we are, uh, let's see, we are about a tenth of the way there. And we come across a body, the body of a deer. And immediately, immediately, Squidbait pulls out a pocket knife from his fucking pants. I'm talking a little pocket knife. And he's like, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he says, I'm going to cut his head off. I want to take the skull. I'm like, I am not walking down the street with you with a fucking deer's head. Put the fucking <laughs> knife away. Psycho. Just, just three guys walking <laughs> with a severed deer head. Nothing yeah. going on strange here. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. At least we'll get a ride home from the cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You get to take Eventually. a ride to the back of the car and have a story to tell. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was it was a very strange and then and then we made it to a certain point and none of us had any money or the foresight to have thought about how needing money to buy drinks somewhere along the way. It was hot. And we ran into a friend of ours who also rode the bus occasionally, but he uh that day he happened to be out and about with his friends. And we just happened to see him and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing out here? And it's like, oh, we were walking. And he's like, that's a long fucking walk, man. Why don't you guys let me give you guys a ride? So we hop in the car and he gave us a ride. But uh, Banana ended up getting out of my house and walking home from there, which was still another good hour to walk easily. Oh, you walked home from tech? Yeah. Oh, dude, I thought you were talking from your homeschool. Oh, my. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, well, we had no idea what we were doing. That is insane. I know, dude. That would have taken us like five hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, now I got it. Now I understood why you were saying that. I was like, well, he's exaggerating a little bit, but whatever. No, but no. Yeah, walking home from your homeschool would have been a uh, would have been a cakewalk compared yeah. to yeah, the other way. Oh my god. My homeschool <laughs> to my house was probably like five minute walk, easily, yeah. easily. Easily no more than five, well, maybe 10 minutes. But yeah, it wasn't a bad walk. You walked home from tech, my God. There's no direct route for you to walk that doesn't take you through terrifying wooded areas or the middle of extremely dangerous roads. Yeah, Yeah. highways. Yeah, Yeah. your own highways. Yeah, Yeah. cheese and crap. Yeah, hop on on Nye's Road and fucking walk that. Good old, good old 322. That'll take yeah. you right down mm. to your door. Yeah. You know, uh, after you get hit by a tractor trailer. Yeah. I don't know if I want to walk down a major arterial highway. <laughs> it <just doesn't> really <laughs> appeal to me on any level at all. Let me, uh, let me finish up my story here real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I, what I was getting to was that there was this dude on my bus who was an adult and was in school still. Uh, rather large uh, gentleman, and our bus driver was even bigger than him. So I would put him probably easily at like six foot five, six, six, and like just a big dude, looked like a lumberjack. He used to wear flannel shirts all the time. And uh, his name was Tiny. God rest his soul. One of the nicest guys uh, you'll ever meet. But he was the uh, he was the bus driver. And, and, and while I'm on this the thing of bus drivers, I would be remiss if I didn't also recall Bert, rest his soul as well. So bus driver that we had that looked kind of like a disheveled Santa Claus a lot of the time, only got his <laughs> hair cut twice a year. He used to tell us this twice, once a year, twice a year, something like that. He would get a shave, he would shave his beard off, and he would get his hair cut. And like those days, you'd be like, oh my God, who is this fucking dude ri- driving our bus? Where's Bert? And then, oh, there's Bert. I see him. This guy literally, like, my brother went to one school. Then he went to, like, a private school. And Bert went from one school to the other. And then he went back to the regular school again. And, like, Bert went back to that school. We, we swore for years that he was following him. <laughs> 
but uh, good old good old Bert and Tiny, both uh, both good men, both strong bus drivers, and both really a, a testament to the amount of patience that a man can have when dealing with other people's children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see. Yeah, I see advertisements constantly where they're like, "We'll pay you twenty bucks an hour and train you twenty to twenty five bucks an hour to be a bus driver," and I'm like, "No, couldn't pay me enough. Sorry." No. no. If, unless it was like 50 bucks an hour then i'd be like all right i'd be a fool not to buy this but uh but 25 bucks an hour is not even enough for me to be like yeah i think i could drive other people's children around and not kill them so here's my thing about 20 bucks an hour that's great and all but you're spending two hours a day working True. Well, I mean, unless you're one of those, I mean, a lot of the bus drivers around here do multiple schools, multiple runs, you know, they have the, uh, the first run of the day for the older kids and then they do for the younger kids and then okay. they might come back and do like kindergarten. So they are really working six to eight hours. Okay. Okay. All together. I always wondered about that. Like yeah. what the fuck does the bus driver do all day? I, was, I always pictured them hanging out in the garage and listening to like, fucking uh like like classic metal and, and or like classic rock smoking cigarettes and they yeah. got like fingerless gloves on and shit when they're not driving the bus because they're yeah. like i'm cool man i'm a bus driver and then they're like oh i gotta go pick the kids up and they take off their smoking regalia and uh their gloves and they neatly put them in their locker and <laughs> go back to wear flannel shirts I was on Reddit the other day and someone posted, I forget what the sub was, but someone had posted a picture of a Glock that had a mod, like a modded case or a modded casing or whatever you want to call it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that looked like it was made out of Legos. That's pretty awesome. It was awesome looking, but it was also kind of like, wow, you know, like that's a great way to get away with having a gun and no one knows that you have a gun. You know, that's also a good way for your kids to fucking shoot each other up. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a toy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty sure it was it was it was something that was owned by a criminal. So, I mean, which isn't to say that criminals don't have kids. They usually do. Yeah, they often do. But um, it got me thinking about the fact that when I was a kid, I had an arsenal of toy guns. And they're not like today where they're bright orange and they, they, they're mish- they're like shaped like a ray gun and they have like, you know, a big sticker on them that says not a gun and all this stuff to make them look <laughs> yeah whatever they do but but i mean like nowadays if you say i want to buy a toy gun it's like yeah it's pink it has hello kitty on it and it doesn't really look very much like a gun and it doesn't make gun noises and it doesn't shoot caps and it's basically nothing like what we had growing up because as Mm -hmm. as kids we had the real deal man these things were made out of fucking metal they were heavy they were convincing looking even at 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 close inspection if you didn't know what a gun looked like you were pretty sure like if you ever held a real gun i think you'd be able to tell the difference but as a kid they were as real as it got and the only thing that set them apart from a real gun was the fact that they had a little red tab in the barrel later on in time, they would replace that with a barrel tab that went over the barrel um, to make it more obvious from, from a distance. But but when I was what, eight, nine years old, they were, uh, yeah, there was a whole aisle, an entire fucking aisle at Kmart that was dedicated to these fucking guns. There were so many types, shotguns. I had a dirty hairy pistol. I had a goddamn um you know, Magnum. Um, I was always that was like the my favorite place to go when I would go to the store. I don't care if you were talking about James Way or Nichols Hills. or or Kmart or Hills or Toys R Us. Everybody had the weapons aisle. Rubber yep. knives and yep. like guns galore 
Oh, that was that was the shit back then. But yeah, it's different times, I guess. Right. Right. And it's funny because now the people that are fighting the hardest against some of that, you know, kids having toy guns and stuff are the very people who used to play with them. Sure. Sure. The very people who used to play with them. I remember my big obsession besides uh, having a pair of British Knight sneakers, which I never got, by the way, uh, even as an adult, I still never bought them, um, was I always had bb pistol or not i mean bb rifles i never had a pistol and i always wanted a bb pistol and i think it was smart of my parents never to get me one because i surely would have gotten myself shot by somebody with it because (laughs) those things were made out of metal and you were talking about the weight comparison they felt like (laughs) like what what you know a uh semi-automatic pistol would have felt like back in those days they were heavy they had slides on them and everything else depending i have one now and uh, it's like a little plastic, you know, fucking toy. Now, it doesn't have anything painted on it. It's just, it looks like a regular gun. But uh, I wouldn't want to get into a showdown with somebody with it. <laughs> Plink. <laughs> I will break your skin and cause a bruise while you blow me the fucking kingdom come. I used to have quite a collection myself, though. Always. I, I had this like duffel bag that i kept them all in like a bug out. like <laughs> i had look straight up like heist worthy yeah yeah like i was a fucking like i had a fucking bug out bag or something you know and and we're talking a good 15 15 guns a grenade a couple of knives um if i'd known what a claymore was i'm sure i would have probably made one <laughs> to, oh to naturally meet, i mean you know because i didn't know what claymores were but all this stuff and i remember one day i was i was like um tie tied it up into my tree like I, I hoisted it up into my tree up to like a second story height and it was perfectly hidden by the trees and then i invited my friends to come over and play and then i pulled the rope and i i, I like got out my guns i said ha ha <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck was that? Were you blown away? No, you froze up. And when you oh. came back, you were going. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I was going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any of that. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we we Some- missed out on that. Sometimes our technical difficulties result in comedy. So that's good. It, it can happen. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a different time. Um, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know what types of toys kids play with today. Like, are there, are there anything as interesting as transformers and GI Joe's were to me to a kid now? And I assume the answer is probably yes, but video games, but I think, yeah, it's probably mostly video games. Like toys are just sort of secondary. They're collectibles at this point. That's what they are. Like if you, oh, I got an action figure, but don't take it out of the box, and I got to put it up on the shelf and stuff. Yeah, kids today do not, uh, do not play with toys the way that we play with toys. Yeah, when I was um, like maybe like eleven, twelve, yeah, around that age, um, my mom had a friend, or my mom and dad had friends that lived in Altoona, so we would go out to Altoona. And uh, I would play with uh, their son, who was my age. And we had, he had a bunch of G.I. Joe stuff, and I brought a bunch of G.I. Joe stuff. And we set up this whole town on his, like, his bed. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, the little off rig, the, the, the offshore oil rig thing. So we set that on the floor like that was the ocean. And he had the, the 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 jet, so that thing would make strafing runs on the town. And we had a whole narrative taking place. It was amazing. It was <laughs> it was so much fun. We had day and night cycles. I mean, it was like we were playing a video game without realizing what types of you know video game elements are now put into games like you know like a day night cycle and and like interactive communities and you know persistent events and shit like that like once uh, a thing crashed into the local bar and after that the bar was 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 no longer usable and it was like we put like junk in it to make it look like it was trashed and we went all out 
And I just no, I know. I yeah. just I miss that, dude. I I miss having one that innocence, two that lack of self, observ not self observation, but self criticality. That I when I'm creating art now, it's because I'm trying to recapture that playful mode, but I'm so critical of what I'm doing as an adult. And I was never like that as a kid. I just freely created situations with my toys, my Legos, my GI Joes, my transformers, whatever. They were my creative outlet. And now my creative outlet is podcasting. It's writing. It's, you know, various different things. And I'm always hypercritical of what I'm making. I'm like, That's this why I sucks. cherish the opportunity to sit and play with a kid and, you know, like a younger kid that has maybe has, they aren't quite to the video game stage yet and they've got action figures and stuff and you can kind of recapture yeah. just a little tiny bit of it, just, just that little bit. But uh, I think that the guys that miss that kind of stuff are the ones that end up doing model railroading and stuff like that, because you can, yeah. You can lose yourself in that kind of stuff too. Yeah. I, I would absolutely love to do that. Uh, however, I don't believe I own a model railroad anymore. I used well, to have some. Would you have space for it right now? Um, yeah, probably in my basement. Yeah, you can make you know, it. You know, the classic, the yeah. classic model railroading place. Right. I couldn't either invite you attic? down though because you'd smack your head on everything in my basement. It's either the attic or the basement. That's where these things take place. Yeah. It's never like in the living room. <laughs> no, well, no, nobody wants my shit. I mean, I have my, well, I also have my sewing room, you know, my mm -hmm. sewing room slash man cave slash uh, podcast center. Oh my God, excuse me. Um, your, the equiv your equivalent of my office in this. In, yeah, in that essentially. Sense. I mean, it's, yeah. my, my area is probably about, you know, close to the same size. So your area is the same your area. Yeah, my area. Mm. Mm -hmm. my area is huge do you keep it wax <laughs> yeah naturally i mean how else am i going to be able to put model trains and shit around it yeah well I mean, it's really tricky. slide everything around you know it's really tricky to lay down the moss efficiently <laughs> and effectively my dad was into uh model railroads uh both as a teenager and then later on in life as an adult and he um he did have a set down in the basement back when before they moved out of the house that I grew up mm -hmm. in. Um, but after I had moved out, he had uh, I would say it was probably about the size of a, a card table. And he had done all this hyper realistic grass and trees and water and beach. Ooh. And um, it was beautiful. It wasn't up and running. He hadn't even laid track really yet. He had just laid like the groundwork for the track, but it was beautiful to the point where I was like, would you be willing to make like movie sets for my friend and I to make movies? He's like, I don't want to do all that. Mm -hmm. I was like, Can you teach me how to do it? <laughs> You know, um, he, he his his skill sets are impressive. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that my dad is an artist, but sometimes when you take a look at him, you don't quite make that connection when you, you when you, you know, he has facets to him that are hidden, um, well hidden. And that's one of them. Don't you go it's, judging the book by its cover? Never. No. Yeah. If you just take my dad at face value, you just see a grumpy guy who doesn't talk much. You know? Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. It doesn't seem all that friendly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the your non-committal response tells me all I need to know, actually. You're still scared of my dad. <laughs> um, I'm not so scared of him. I just don't want to say anything that would be uh, possibly deemed as disrespectful. Well, I'm going to come right out and say it. Your dad scares me half to death. <laughs> uh, he's a big, he's a big teddy bear. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. He just always intimidated me. He always thought he looked like Ian McShane. I can't think of who that is. He was in um, Deadwood. He played Al Swearingen. He was in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Stranger Tides, where he played Captain Blackbeard. I'm trying to think I don't think I've ever watched in. any of these. Well, 
look him up I'll sometime. You. Yeah. Look him up sometime and, and you'll see what I maybe you'll see what I mean. Maybe you won't. He just always had a stern look about him and, and like a, a a hint of danger. And I was always afraid your dad was gonna beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to beat me up numerous times. Yeah, I could see the I could see the resemblance a little bit when he's got a beard. Yeah. Going on there. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, my dad kind of got it when his hair wasn't all white. Now his hair is all white. And I'm like, yay, look at me. I'm I'm starting my beard is going white and everything else, and my hair is going completely gray. I'm gonna be ready for that Santa Claus role. Before too hair long. Wise. Yeah. Hair wise, yeah. I'm, yeah. You know, and then I don't have to I don't have to powder it or anything. Yeah, I've got the I got the pepper in my my beard and mustache too, and my boss. <laughs> so I went back, as I said, to the office on Wednesday this week, and my boss came in. The last time I saw my boss, he had short hair and uh, just a little hair under his lip, you know, mm-hmm. just like a strip, a little not, soul patch, like a soul patch, not like a flavor saver. Went all the way down to his chin. Um, <laughs> And it was brown. Um, Mal, he has hair down to about his chin. And he has a Fu Manchu mustache and the flavor safe or and the 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 soul Soul patch, which has both go down well past his chin. And there's like this line right around his lip where it goes from being fully colored to white. So it's like a perfect line. <laughs> and everyone was calling him a homeless guy. It's like, who's this homeless guy? Where the hell are they're just letting anyone in the fucking building these days and just making fun <laughs> of him? And he's like, you guys. Well, he's one of those guys that he jokes with everybody. So he kind of has it coming. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to. If he, if he minded his business was really serious, no one would say a thing. But because he's the guy who is always playing pranks, everyone wants to get their digs on him. Yeah. One of um, I'll give you a good example because he and I get into prank wars, and they're bad enough during the normal year, but we're both big kids at heart. So when we have an audience, our 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 you know what they say: you are what you eat. Our love, what? <laughs> what you said you're both big kids at heart i said you are what you eat i, I don't know shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up so when we have interns in the house it's like oh cool an audience so our efforts like ramp up significantly and if we can rope the other interns into either helping us prank or pranking them then all the better. It depends on how much of a connection we make with them during the summer. You know, if they're kind of standoffish, then no. But if they're in the, if they're in on it, then they quickly take, uh, you know, their their lickings. So, um, I had decided to. We had a uh, an intern who would habitually make uh, paper cranes out of post-it notes. So she made like hundreds of these fucking things uh, over the course of the two summers that she was there. It was just like sort of her her way of decompressing without looking at social media and stuff. She didn't want to get herself in trouble. So she'd sit there and fold these paper, you know, swans and um, or cranes or whatever the hell they were. And so at the end of the summer, it was like their last week. And I was like, what do you intend to do with all these? She said, Oh, I don't know. I, wasn't going to keep them. I just sort of had them sitting here and I was like, I have an idea. So each of our desks has these overhead compartments with doors that swing up. And Mm -hmm. I set up a plastic bag and taped it to the door in such a way that when you opened it, the, the bag became taut. And then I closed it. And then I took all these origami birds and i reached through the other cupboard and dumped them all in there tested it worked perfectly put them back in wait till monday morning i come in my boss is like good morning everybody and um (laughs) 
lights up his fucking cabinet. <laughs> and they just go spilling everywhere. And so I had to take uh, a day off. And when I came back in that Wednesday, there was a um, chain of paper clips across the entrance to my desk with a sign tape to it that said, do not enter warning bird flu quarantine. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and already, out. already the interns are giggling and I'm like, oh boy. And I, I go to, I remove it, whatever. And I began noticing that my desk is peppered with these paper cranes. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So they were everywhere. They were under stuff. They were in the in between books. They were in my drawer. <laughs> they were there was one taped under my mouse over the laser so the mouse wouldn't work until I looked under it. They were in every place that you could imagine. I I was finding them for months months my <laughs> desk was just 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 he even put them in the light like over my desk <laughs> you know like the hanging light like he put one there <laughs> nice yeah um one time i i put the word gullible on a on a piece of paper and taped it to the ceiling and i said why does it say gullible up there and see if anyone would look and no one ever did. <laughs> we had, That's pretty funny. We had one intern who was particularly interested in playing along with these things. And we gave her the nickname of Ducky because we had these weird like rubber ducks that some other intern had brought in for some purpose or another. And we began distributing these around ducky's desk and that's how she got the name ducky because we would just put these bizarre tableaus together on her desk and just wait to see what would happen and she you know she would invariably get us back but my <laughs> boss took it to a degree that I, I i i would call admirable he bought and i helped him like i helped him pick all this stuff out he bought a string of battery controlled duck rubber ducky light up uh, like a string of lights and he strung that along top of her cubicle and he bought a, a bulk bag of assorted rubber duckies in all different shapes and sizes <laughs> and put them all over her desk and then he had me compile put together and print about five pages or six pages worth of little pictures of ducks like cartoon pictures of ducks and he cut those out and he taped them all over every square inch of her fucking cubicle. And <laughs> before you go saying, Hey, what was he doing? What doing that during his work you must understand that this man typically works from seven in the morning until seven at night and he's salaried. So if he wants to spend a couple hours fucking around every now and then I'm going to say, let the man have it. Cause he works his ass yeah. off. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, you know, um, but it was amazing. I mean, I came in and I almost dropped my lunch. I was just so shocked and amazed by this. You know, I got my lunch in one hand and my coffee in the other, and they both almost <laughs> tumbling to the ground almost. Um, <laughs> and uh, I forget, her reaction was, it was almost dismay. <laughs> it was defeat. It was like, I can't top this ever. I'm a college student. I can't afford to fuck around and start buying shit. You know? <laughs> Utter defeat. Oh. <clears throat> she was a good sport about it, though, so it was fun. I love having interns. Interns, interns are, like, refreshing because it's like they're not stupid kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they're, they're intelligent. They're they're motivated to actually do something about their careers early on in life. So they want an internship and, um, you know, so and they're they're engaged and they want to do good. So they take to learning really well and 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 they have interesting opinions on things and they have, you know, movies and tv that i've never seen before that they tell me about and it's like i get to teach and i also get to hang around with people who are like you know 
eager and not broken and defeated. Sponges. Sponges, yeah. And like, but people who aren't like who people who are still like, the world is fun, yay, instead of yeah, fuck life. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> hateful sponges. Yeah, hateful sponges. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's refreshing to have like younger people in the office because you know, most of my coworkers are my age and they're kind of a little more browbeaten by life and a little less, you know, uh po- po- not positive, but let more enthusiastic and jaded yeah enthusiastic yeah i've got words good words i don't know how to use them he's got eggs he knows how to (laughs) use them sheer energy eggs no wait that's the legs pantyhose pantyhose lady from the legs commercial uh when i was a little little boy i think i was just two or three years old was this asian lady japanese i think and mm-hmm. she was gorgeous and i remember telling my mother that i was going to marry her someday that well, woman I don't is, think that worked out that woman is probably about 90 now and she probably looks like she's about 40 even though she's 90 yep good jeans good jeans she was a model would you bang a 90 year old under any circumstances. Okay. Given that there was one that was remotely interested in sex and me and, uh, and so forth. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Age is just a number, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some spry foxy 90 year olds out there. I'm concerned about lubrication. All I'm going to say is that you need to bring your lubrication game on. Can't be going in sure. none, none of that going in dry or trying, trying, even. I even, will tear things irreparably. Yeah. yeah even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No punishment sex. None of that. You got to go gentle. You know, breaker. You don't want to. I know do that. that. There, I know there's porn for that stuff. You ever see the, uh, the, the porn with the dude banging the like really old lady stuff uh i mean not not that i've watched it but i've seen thumbnails of course yeah anyone who's spent any amount of time on the internet has eventually especially in (laughs) porn sites or adult sites of any kind uh has eventually come across a woman who is in a compromising sexual position and appears to be your grand about your grandmother's age and usually Russian, also from what I've gathered. Hmm. That's not me making assumptions. That is just the way that it looks. That is making an assumption based on looks. Shut up. <laughs> I'm making an assumption about you. <laughs> Fuck face. Today, I came to the realization that I'm fat. Mm. I got into an argument with a kid that was younger than me in a parking lot. Okay. Um, I was going to back out of my space, and I was parked in a handicap space because I was with somebody that has a handicap placard, not because I have one. And uh, the kid decided he was going to motor right on through me like I didn't even exist. And uh, I just went asshole, like, out you know, just like kind of like that. And he's like, excuse me, and pulls up beside me. And I said, you're an asshole. And uh, basically, kid got real aggressive. He's being a tough guy for his friend, you know, much like we would have done stupid oh, shit yeah. when we were when we were kids. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I put him at like 16, maybe, maybe 18. I, I doubt it, though. Uh, decided he was going to drive out and then block my exit from getting out of the parking lot and everything. And then proceeded to tell me that being fat wasn't a handicap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was, that was the best he had to come up with. I got to say, it was at the time, it stung. It stung a little bit. Well, yeah. But uh, thinking about it now, it was, it was pretty funny. It was pretty uh, like something that 
that 16 year old me might've said to somebody like myself at the time and then flew, drove off. Cause he did, like he, he was a tough guy. And he's like, you want to fight? What do you want to fight? And I'm like, I, I don't want to fight. Uh, is he, this is stupid, <laughs> you know? And uh, we pulled out to a light and the light was changing as we were coming towards the intersection and he like gunned it and went home. I know where he lives at. I saw where he went to. It was just funny because he had, he like, he's such a tough guy and he wants to fight me. And then he had to run. <laughs> he had to run home to mommy. That reminds and, me uh, of someone that we went to high school with, actually. A, sp- uh, a, a, a couple special. of people. Special someone. I think of. Yeah. This one looked like a drowned rat. I would love to hear more about this and to continue this, but that's going to have to be a story for another time because we are out of time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Ah, giving it to you like the dose of nostalgia that you got today for fake guns. Just a good time when you were a kid. Dirt grenades, cap guns, old army clothes. Go outside and have a free-for-all. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah!